Welcome to <laughs> Better Late out. Than Never. Good to geek out. Good place to go to geek out. What you're here to do to geek out, right? Uh, we continue covering for the second time The Mandalorian, Chapter 14, The Tragedy. What's up, fellas? Let's jump in. Rob Lucy coming at you from Phoenix, Oregon. Excited to talk about this week's episode to my lifelong friends into the geeky stuff spoilers ahead very excited rob how are you feeling about this week's episode two pistols in my holster good with one rocket on my back but my fresh coming in from san francisco very excited about this episode and the ways that it expanded filled out and supported the existing world it was a beautiful uh, flux in uh, time. I really gave a flux about this episode. <laughs> That's, that should be patent pending. That's pretty good. Um, so cold open. Uh, we've been kind of commenting on everyone this season. Uh, the Grogu cold open, kind of cutesy, little endearing. Um, Got to drop another dank ferric in there. And just a little bonding. What do you guys think about the, the, the cold open kind of compared to the last ones as well? Yeah, I, I think it highlighted their closeness when the Mandalorian uh, was speaking uh, to um, Grogu. It was almost like he was talking to himself uh, and, and, and the nice, you know, melancholy music in the background. Like he's, he's almost regretting having to, at some point in time, uh, give Grogu to whoever, somebody who doesn't even really know. Um, and and it, and it showed their their uh, their bonding. I thought it was important. I agree with, uh, with you. I think that we got some uh, good to go Grogu, making sure that there's some stocking stuffed with a Grogu with every little possible accessory. You can get the vinyl Grogu with the little Death Star in his hand. You can get the uh, plush sleep with the pillow uh, eat a frog Grogu you can get the eat an egg Grogu that comes with six eggs that you can put inside his belly and there's a Delco strap that you can get the eggs inside it. are you listening Hasbro are you are you listening to what I'm throwing over the plate for you come to me Boba Fresh San Francisco um, all right episode directed also by Robert Rodriguez which you can kind of see uh halfway in before we get to the action part uh the seeing stone interesting scene little humor in there too uh is does this look jedi enough to you a few lines a little lighthearted stuff I, uh and then we get also got to see yoda i'm sorry grogu on the the jetpack flying around not fearful kind of cute what you guys think about that that beginning suck you in I thought it was totally uh, adorable. Again, uh, agree with you. He, he's just like tucked, tucked in there and his ears are all flapping in the wind. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a great setup for us endearing and us caring about Grogu and obviously us being like, can Mando protect him? Of course he can protect him. What am I talking about? Can Mando protect him? No, wait, 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 I'm tripping. Of course Mando can protect him. Uh, and so that tension that they set up throughout the entire episode that was as soon as you saw the Dark Troopers last episode, you're like, can he protect him? Because that's a lot of that's a lot of Dark Troopers down Gideon's hallway there. 
Um, so I think that they set up the tension and the design of the actual place was totally cool. First of all, I love it when uh, I watch TV and I'm like, oh, we're back in Southern California. Just like how MASH was Korean Southern California and all these other places. I was like, as a kid, I was like, does everywhere just look like Southern California is a deep default thanks to the media that I absorb? My mom was a huge MASH fan. Um, After the whole Grogu uh, sets off the, the seeing stone, um, we have the introduction of some characters we've seen before. We get um, Boba Fett. And what's her name again? Let's take it from there. Finnick. Finnick. There we go. Finnick. Uh, Which means that that scene yeah, from, well, from season one was Boba Fett walking up on her corpse. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I really like, I will say that I do like in the previ previously ons how they do a great job setting up what's important for you to remember. Um, from the last episodes into yeah. this one. And that was one of those things because there's so much conjecture online about who is what and what is who. So it was nice for them to go right into that and um, kind of serve you on a platter. Uh, this this fan theory and this fan service. What do you think, Lucy? Um, I was excited. So the, as you had mentioned, the tension's building and, and you know there's going to be some serious conflict um, so I'm, I'm anticipating this moment and then you see slave one drop, drop into the atmosphere and turn and it happened really quick. And I was like, Oh, was that slave one? Was that slave one? And then he jumps down the hill and then they, you know, put Boba Fett, you know, in, in robes in front of you. You're like, Oh my God, Boba Fett, slave one. And then, um, Fennec, Fennec, uh, how they bring Fennec in was amazing. Uh, they did a great job, as you were saying, with the um, the recap of uh, priming you uh, for that character. Um, and then just so excited to see Boba Fett um, after 40 years of anticipation. What can this guy really do on the big screen? And th that just building, you know, he's going to be badass. And uh, and then it goes. They make a, they make that deal um, and, and the shooting starts. Uh, amazing special effects. The troopers come in. From there, what did you think, Ed? Uh, it, it was, I liked the callback at the beginning when they did the simple man making his way in the galaxy, which is what Django Fett. I went back and watched episode two after this episode. <laughs> it was because a lot of stuff was kind of tied to it. Uh, it, it, was it was a good episode. I don't know if it was that good. No, those love, those love scenes are terrible, man. Those, <laughs> the worst right. I realized watching it that what it is, it's like a five-year-old literally playing with dolls. The dialogue is like, oh, but I love you so much, Annie. It's like, oh God, it's terrible. Um, terrible. Anyway, like, and I'll, and then also he says, uh, like my father before me, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is a straight Star Wars dialogue from other movies, like verbatim. And then, like you said, the fight starts. Uh, get a little indie boulder scene. <laughs> we get a lot of stuff, but uh, seeing uh, Boba with the gaffy stick. Uh, you always assume he needs, you don't know how he is without the armor, you know, you get to see him this time, but not even like his normal weapon of choice, weapons, and then you see how effective he is once he does get his weapons of choice back. Uh, it's just great all around, like you said. I, everyone knows how dope he is, and he's never been really displayed on uh, anything that's like mass media, produces comic books and cartoons and stuff like that, but 
Uh, yeah, to see it on the big screen, like you said, was great. It was amazing. I'm glad nobody spoiled it either. I didn't see too much online about it like I did about Ahsoka uh, the previous week. What did you think, oh, shit, Ahsoka was on last <laughs> Ahsoka was on last week? I heard. Um, I think that the storytelling this the storytelling this season has been beautiful because they know that we know what's going on. They know that we're looking at the IMDBs. They know like, you know, like all of these little ways that people can decipher and determine what's happening. And so they get ahead of uh, like, you know, just showing Boba Fett in the very first episode and be like, yeah, yo, this is coming. Fucking calm down. Like, you know, like, slow down, slow down. Don't worry. And it was so effective of a piece that I forgot in the Ahsoka land, uh, episode, I was like, oh, the Boba Fett thing didn't come up really at all. Like, like it was yeah. such a peripheral thing for what was a big setup in the previous, uh, in previous thing. And so the reveal coming from behind the rocks, Finnick being up on the rock with the sniper position the choice of being in such a vibrant and organic space with a bunch of tiny little places for these guys to hide out and do their thing. And then you have the, uh, like Lucy was saying, the stormtroopers come down and they're in stark contrast to nature. Like you see the empires like opposition to nature, like they're in bright white, like, you know, standing out rigid, uh, like you know, uncomfortable in this environment, and you also see how the Empire does not value the stormtroopers' lives because these people store like these stormtroopers are actually good troopers, and this guy is still like nope, 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 nope. Uh, but the Robert Rodriguez kicks in, and they get all the all the you know great angles, you know, like the gappy stick swings felt the weight from the way that they had like these low worm's eye view cameras and then like a cane and you see it sh you know shatter the stormtrooper's helmet and like you know you feel the thud and uh, you can hear the bones crushing underneath and it was a uh, it was beautifully done i also realized there was uh, another unspoken uh callback that they had the high ground the whole time that's why they won <laughs> um what else do we have from there speaking of new toys they had the yellow trooper haven't seen that since Clone Wars. Any uh, stormtroopers with the yellow coating, usually meaning battalion or with some type of uh, infantry. But I don't know. I don't think they really explained it. Is that the guy that brought the gun in? I'm not sure. But he was there. And, and uh, he might. He might have been heavy weapons. But you do make a good point. They they're making a better, doing a better job at highlighting the uh, the stormtroopers a little bit more individually, um, as they were in the Clone Wars uh, series, and as you would kind of expect them to be, I think. Yeah, it's a nice mashup. I think that uh, Favreau's doing, be you know, bridging the movies and the cartoons and bringing, you know, both you know mythologies together on on screen. And uh, kudos to him. Uh, he's he's set it up, and we've got two more big episodes to go after this. Do you think those knee rockets were all Rodriguez? <laughs> no, those, I think those are. Those I think, are I think it was another nice weapon to highlight. I mean, are those cannon? Yeah, those are canon. Oh, Jesus, that's awesome. Yeah, I can, I can grab my giant Boba Fett right now. We can <laughs> bring it up. Yeah, because I, I saw that part and I was like, 
I didn't even see that till maybe the third time because there's so much going on. I was like, that motherfucker just shoots some rockets out of his knees. <laughs> Bent yeah, him. he shoots them out of his wrist and then he goes uh, on like in the next uh, few seconds to shoot him out of his knees. Oh, Jesus, you're right. Is it on both sides or just one? It's pretty nice. Just... Both sides. Nice. That's what those were. I thought they were just knee pads. They got some... some uh... Barrel was melted. <laughs> oh. The barrel was melted in the house fire. Really? You saved it. You saved it. You survived the Sarlacc pit. Uh, actually, one of my uh, roommates... One of my roommates did, actually. Hmm. You got... I like that you got to see uh, Boba Fett's honor system and not that he's this uh, scoundrel that they kind of portray him in the movies. That sure. um, he does have an honor code. I mean, they're bounty hunters. They do have some type, some type of code. Um, and I thought they expressed that pretty well. Because and then, and then you know you need an excuse to start crewing up. You son of a bitch, I'm in. So once that starts, yeah, we're gonna get our chance to see um, uh, the comedian guy again, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. I thought Bill Burr did a great job uh, in his uh, uh, episode last season. Pleasantly surprised by his. Uh, Acting abilities. So, Strader, tell us about the Dark Troopers. That's racist. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think that uh, you told us three different types yeah. last week. Yeah, there's uh, three different types of Dark Troopers, and they sometimes get confused with the Shadow Troopers. The Shadow Troopers are different as are the death troopers but the dark trooper program was a program to make superior genetically superior obedient cybernetic you know cyborgs they're they're making it was a cyborg problem uh and then the second iteration had just cyborg brains and bigger bodies and then the final iteration had a giant uh, giant dudes in um, in armor. I'm like, where are my Star Wars troopers? Like, I actually have representations of them. You know, I, I, what I thought was kind of cool. I, I put the two together. Is Favreau, John Favreau, uh, did all the Iron Man movies, and you saw a lot of it with uh, the way he treats the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, and the Dark Troopers. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this, this kind of reminds me of some of the scenes from Iron Man. You mean like the flight propulsion stuff? The way they yeah, the, the way they fly, the way they're designed, um, you know, the, the way they're shot, certainly. Um, you also get to see uh, Grogu toss the, uh, the two guards just around the cell, <laughs> just toying with them as Moff Gideon walks in. It's like, yeah, you know, just, just let them go for a minute and <laughs> watches these two uh stormtroopers just get ragdolled around the room i mean he went he went he went for a choke right he went a little dark side on there yeah was, yeah sure sure he did and it was kind of interesting that moff Gideon was like yeah we're gonna use you you're not gonna kill you we're gonna see if we can turn you to the dark side like he's got more than just blood donor plans uh i think in mind for for uh, grogu at this time and you can tell how sinister and he just doesn't care <laughs> he's, got a, he's, got a, he's got an all-star team he could he could get together right now and I mean, if, if they're going, she, uh, the Mandalorians, the other ones are going for the Darksaber right now, so they're bound to. Yeah. They're yep. basically going to, going to the same place. 
Yep, they go in the same place. So they're probably going to have to, they might accidentally crew up on the spot. Oh, nice. Uh, but this is the original uh, Dark Trooper. They came with jetpacks. They had special Katorsis armor that was uh, deflective of Jedi bolts and blasters. They came in dark, obviously, and they had a, an improved E-11 uh, carbine, which made it easier to fly. So, so that's that one. Uh, this is the end of the program. Ooh. Yeah, those are the big bulky ones. <laughs> this is the uh, Dark Trooper 3. Uh, they completely forego uh, the organics. And at this point, it's a killer robot that's you know carries around a missile launcher for a pistol and <laughs> yeah. has uh, boot jets and extra armor and all sorts of different kinds of stuff. So anyway, yeah, like that's the, the difference in and this is the uh, the dark uh, what are they called? The dark guards? The Emperor's Shadow Guard. Yeah, so that was a big distraction. I nerded out. Um, so yeah, the Dark Trooper program was something that was increasingly something that was increasingly set up to make improved pliable stormtroopers who are extremely deadly and it was kind of the first run at what would become the clone wars ideas um because it was written you know before then it was part of that timothy zahn uh dark rain uh. um the novel out of the novellas but i think you know, I'm not one for huge conjecture and, and like, this is what I think is going to happen in the next couple episodes. But I think, with that said, I think Gideon wants Grogu to, I think those dark troopers are cybernetic. There's probably something human on the inside and he wants to manipulate Grogu's midi-chlorines to possibly make more force-sensitive dark troopers and get the best of both worlds. Uh, a bunch of Darth Vader's he can control, basically. Yeah, that's kind of what I, I saw. I don't know, but you never know. I mean, he does have the saber, and the way he held it in front of him was like, you know what this is, buddy. What do you think, Lucy? Force-sensitive? I know we've kind of talked about this. Uh, you, uh, Moff Gideon? Yeah. Oh, I think Moff Gideon's at least Force-sensitive. I don't know if he... I, if um, How well he can control the Force, but there's people out there like... Uh, um, who was that old lady from uh, episode uh, nine with the, the big eyes? Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so the way that I think that this episode ended was truly reminiscent of uh, maybe a Woody Allen bullets over Broadway. The way they keep calling in these anthologies are... are <laughs> Uh, I thought the episode actually ended dope. I thought a, and again, you know, I have this insidious, uh, there's bottom line, they're selling toys. Like insidious as it is, bottom line, they're selling toys. And uh, a cru cute Grogu glowing handcuff, <laughs> that shit's selling. Come on, like, oh, you get to plug it in and look at it, it grows. Oh, and his eyes close when he's laying down, but when you hold him up, his eyes open, when his eyes... 
And his ear, but puts his button, his one ear just wiggles. Oh, he looks like a fiend. Look at him. He looks like a fiend. Um, Disney didn't get to cash in on him last Christmas. They are they're going overboard this year. <laughs> they really they're making up for that solo money. Um but what I will also say in sense of that that I did not see coming, because there was a lot of this, not to say you know, it was predictable, blah, 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 but there was a lot of this that was fan service that you were like, oh, that, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, like, maybe they'll kill Finnick. They're not killing Boba Fett. They're not killing, you know, like, you know, there was, there was a, a certain lack of, there's a certain lack of tension and I didn't think anyone was going to die that I cared about. They made Finnick make me care more about Finnick. And I think it's more important that they're bringing in Cara Dune and Carl Weathers next. So that way you do have a large cast of people that you care about. Some die. But what caught me on surprise on this one is that the Razor Crest died. Did not see yeah. that Ooh. coming. Um, yeah. bold, bold move. And again, I will say a great way to set up more toys. Cause he's going to buy another ship, yeah. you know, like it's going to be that thing. Like, well, you know what, so, you know, what again, I'm not, not to be is uh, I really love how they treated the, uh, uh, a slave one Boba Fett ship, like how it would come in, like in like a vertical position and then like change over to like a, almost like a, like a transformers horizontal position. Um, and it made yeah. sense. I, uh, they did like the perfect scene, uh, uh, with that one coming down onto onto Tatooine, I was like, "Oh, that's just like from uh, when he was landing on Cloud City." I was like, "Oh," so uh, you know, it's like even the ship made a bigger impact back in the day uh, than I think. You know, it's original screen time. It's it, it created a legend. I mean, hey, you know, Disney's going to capitalize on all this stuff. I don't know if I. I, I definitely, I definitely prefer you calling it Boba Fett ship. On that note. On that note. Yeah. On that note. Uh, all right, yeah, we got, I believe, two more episodes. Mm. This has been quite a ride, man. I like, I like the last three episodes. They're really um, kind of made up for anything people might have thought the show lost something, which I kind of heard in the beginning a little bit. This is some of the best Star Wars stuff we've ever seen. I think it's pretty. I cool. agree. Um, but yeah, be back next week talking about. Uh, Signing out from Phoenix. Boba Fresh coming from San Francisco. I thought that they did an amazing job continuing to build out this world. We're having a lot of fun sharing our ideas as uh, all of this continues to grow. I look forward to seeing where the story ends up. And I hope you join us for the next couple of episodes as we make our way there. Landing... Horizontally, taken off vertically, Boba Fresh out. <laughs>